0: Hey Nerd Talk Nation, this is your host, Jordan Halstead. And today I've got with me Micah, my co-host. And coming back from our, our sabbatical that we've had him on for a while,
1: Scott Stedman. Is it a sabbatical or was it punishment? Was it banishment?
0: You know, you kept pushing at that, that whole we need more video game episodes. And I was like, dude, I'm done with it. Like you threw me, you threw me, on- you
1: threw me inside a belly of a whale and went to a different galaxy on a different planet.
0: Ooh, that's a good segue. So
1: <laughs> today we
0: are talking about ahsoka ahsoka just dropped its final episode this week so guys the first question i want to ask is what did you think going into this there was a lot of speculation about just what we were going to get is this rebel season five is this ahsoka her own series are we going to see flashbacks are we going to see um this leading into episode seven like there were so many different things going on um, it's kind of like Marvel with with all the rumors that just were were circulating around it. What were your thoughts going into this? And we'll start with Scott.
1: Well, that's very easy. I had no thoughts going into this. And, and 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 to be fair, it's because you know, growing up watching the original trilogy, you know, Boba Fett has always been just like the coolest character in the world. So then, oh, a Boba Fett series, cool, I'm for that. And then. Obviously, I got very disappointed <laughs> by the series. Um, so coming into Ahsoka, and again, I don't know much about her. Me and my son have been watching through the Clone Wars. I think we're still in season two. So I'm not, I haven't watched Rebel. So really, it's just, it was kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, I can kind of watch it without having any preconceived notions or, or kind of have any, like, expectations of any kind. I can go in and just kind of watch it as just a casual fan without knowing anything that's happening and just kind of going in enjoying. with eyes
0: wide open. Like you weren't exactly. looking for anything specific.
1: Absolutely.
2: Micah, what about you, bud? Well, I probably have the opposite uh, opinion because. Scott, you walked in with unlike, his eyes closed. Yes. And ran right into the door. No. Um, the, my expectation was a little bit different because. I have watched all of Clone Wars. I've watched all of Bad Batch. I've watched all of Rebels. Now, Ahsoka's character was more in Clone Wars and Rebels. She wasn't in Bad Batch, but I've watched a lot of the animated stuff. And the Clone Wars just do such a great job of telling Ahsoka's story, being the apprentice of Anakin. And then in uh, Rebels, she's back and she's helping them. Um, And so I, you and I talked about this offline, but like, I didn't think that this show did a great job of telling her story at yep. any point. Right. So, like, <clears throat> if you're asking me, they should have just said it was live action Rebels season five. That's just my opinion. Now, did she have some great moments? Yes. Does she, is she a great character? Yes. Um, but they, they almost like, Dated her in a sense that was like she was Yoda, for for example. Like, you've got all these other characters like Ezra and Sabine and Hera, and like you know, Hera's son, which to forget his name, Jason. Uh, okay, so Jason, thank you. Um, and you have all this stuff, you know, going on, but that's the Rebel story, it's not a Soka story, even with the introduction of Thrawn. Thrawn is the main villain in the Rebel series. Scott, have you seen Rebels at all? No, okay, so in Rebels. Thrawn is the bad guy. He's the big bad. He's the Thanos. He's the um, Magneto. He's like, he's... I was really hoping you were going to say he's the Darth Vader. He's the Darth Vader. No. Um, <laughs> he's somebody's father. No. Um, I wonder if they have blue eyes and a red body instead of the other way around. So anyway, <laughs> Smurf. No. <laughs> no. I I just thought that they didn't do her story justice Like they did in the Clone Wars. And Jordan, I know you're a huge Clone Wars fan. And Scott, you and Peter have been watching it together. Like, there is this this beautiful story told of Master and Apprentice. And we get some of that in this series. But it's like, what has Ahsoka been doing? Like, during the original trilogy? Because this, timeline-wise, takes place after Return of the Jedi. Right? It takes place after um, what we know as Mandalorian Season 3. And before the... The, the sequel trilogy episode seven. And so we don't get any information as to where she is, where she's been, what she's doing, what she's up to. And yeah, you could say she's in hiding after X, you know, order 66 also. And I'm going to say it, it's, it, it pissed me off. Like she renounced the Jedi order in the, in the clone wars. Right. And so like now she's a Jedi, but she was always that shades of gray. Right. And like, she walked away from the Jedi order came back under special counsel, spoiler Scott, at the end of the Clone Wars, she she basically walks away from the Jedi, and then she comes back right before uh, sixty six happens, and she's like a special agent or whatever for the Jedi. And then Yoda and Mace Windu ask her if she knows what's going on. Which, by the way, Scott, Darth Maul tells Ahsoka that Darth Sidious has a new uh, apprentice. By the way, who's that? Who's, who's that going to be? Anakin, right? Mm-hmm. They missed that opportunity, right? And so, like, there's, there's this huge story where Ahsoka could have just dwelled on what was going on and where she's been and what she's been through and all these things, and they didn't do it. So I think they've missed a the mark and did a huge disservice to her as a character. Now, I thought the show was okay, but I thought that if it's her show, then tell her story. And i told you this every time we've talked about every episode. Jordan.
0: Okay, so I, you, you made mention, and I want to play off this a little bit because I haven't asked this question. I've been meaning to offline, but, you know, Ask Why me? not save it for while we're yeah? Okay. Um, you know, as as you were kind of frustrated with the fact that they're not showing where have you been during four, five, and six, do you think that it would be wise to go back directly to that and do a parallel of her story? I mean, that's that's not something we typically see. Um, we see them in segments where it's like, I'll use Marvel for an example, like Age of Ultron happens. And then directly after that, Ant-Man happens. They don't have moments where they they happen at the same time very often. I mean, if you want to make the argument that Infinity War and Ant-Man and the Wasp happened at the same time, I guess you could, um, just because of the post credit scene. But really, you can't go too, too far into that. Um, and so everything has been kind of staggered. Do you really think that Star Wars should go back to four, five, and six, and do some type of Ahsoka storytelling, just to to basically see something you've already seen just from a different point of view. Or do you think that it could easily just be something that should be just said, you know, during the the or during the the Galactic Empire, while Luke and Leia were were on and Han were,
2: were taking on the uh, the Empire. Like this is what I was doing over here. Well. <clears throat> My answer should be like my answer should be, yeah. My answer would be yes, they they should. But you have to remember too that like you don't get introduced to Ahsoka until the Clone Wars series comes out. So if you're doing your Star Wars math, right? Episodes mm-hmm. four, five, six come out, then one, two, and three come out, then the Clone Wars animated series comes out. And so, you know, we're gonna um we're gonna miss that introduction because it doesn't actually happen, right? Like we don't get that in the 70s, you know, the 70s slash 80s original trilogy she's not she's never even mentioned so um now with the the magic of writing and filming and cinematography and other things sure you could go back and kind of show her story um they certainly did it with Kenobi right with his series but like the the you know the fact is that you know we, we you can't timeline wise right so like but what you could do is you could have flashbacks similarly to what they did in those episodes where they they showed the Clone Wars, which was probably one of my favorite episodes. Um, when they go back and they, it's the younger version of Ahsoka and Anakin together on the battlefield in the Clone Wars. Now, I'm not saying they should go back and make live action of Ahsoka like in Season 7 of the Clone Wars, the animated series, because it's already been done and been told. But like, what happened to her <laughs> after Rebels? Right? Like, it's yeah. just like, she shows up, she helps Ezra, mm. she fights Vader, and she's gone. And so, like, there's yeah. no, like, is she like Yoda, like, over in, you know, Degava, like, just sitting on a planet somewhere by herself in a swamp? Or is she like Obi-Wan on Tatooine, just hiding out, hanging out, like, looking over, you know, what's what's going on in the galaxy? Like, tell me that. I would argue that she's probably, the way they'll eventually write it, is that she'll be kind of
0: just passing through the galaxy, Okay. And there will be moments where she'll take care of things, but
2: mostly trying to keep a low profile. Um, I I think. Well, it would make sense too, though, like because she renounced the Jedi. Right. Yeah. If she truly renounced the Jedi, she she walked away. Right. And so she could just be going off and doing her own little thing in her own little world, which is fine. But it doesn't add up with the series when she goes, you know, she comes back, she's around, she's doing whatever. Why does she come back? They didn't tell me that story. Also, with Sabine, Sabine's a Mandalorian. She had no interest whatsoever in being a Jedi. And you've got somebody then who's walked away from the Jedi. Immediately, we're just like thrown in with her being a Jedi. Somebody that's not a Jedi. Like, please tell me that story and how that makes sense.
0: Well, and I didn't watch Rebels. So
2: did Sabine ever show any no. like signs? It was, was all no about Ezra of- and Kanan. It was really a lot of the, the whole Jedi side was Ezra and Kanan. And then you got Hera, who was a true rebel, led their team. And then you got Sabine, who was Mandalorian, who walked away from her family, but she was still Mandalorian.
0: You know, I, I, we always give hate to uh, 7, 8, 9, well, <laughs> specifically 8, 9. But I, I wonder if, from a perspective, it's going to look like the end of the Jedi. And that's why it's the last Jedi um, through her. But I wonder if in this other galaxy ahsoka will end up rebuilding um jedi like because now it's in a different galaxy it's completely like they're gonna have new territory they're gonna have to figure this out which what did you think about that were they swabs places basically well well i'm just thinking in, in general of just the idea of being in a completely different galaxy is that like, like star wars attempt of multiverse <laughs> yeah you know it it is to some degree but i love that with a space theme you don't even have to do a multiverse you can do well i just just meant layers not necessarily an actual
2: multiverse yeah
0: like marvel i think marvel will eventually hit a lot of galaxy stuff where they'll just like be around the universe and it's like guardians of the galaxy and um all these different characters running around but star wars can literally be like hey In the universe, there's all these different galaxies, Mm -hmm. and for them to jump from one galaxy to the other, what did you think about that?
2: I thought it was an interesting concept, which was again, a playback to Rebels, right? And Ahsoka was in Rebels, but there wasn't really the... They tell the story better in the Rebels series than they did in Ahsoka. Like, what is the world between worlds, right? Like, what is that? Why does that exist? How... You know, and then like when you get to the end of uh, the Rebel series, you see, you know, Ezra makes the sacrifice, sending him and Thrawn into an alternate galaxy. And that's the first time in Star Wars that we've seen that. Now, you know, and, you know, when we get to the ending of Ahsoka, it's like, wow, we just traded places and we're going to leave Sabine and and Ahsoka over in this galaxy. And by the way, Thrawn got out. (laughs) And Ezra... You know, he goes to see Hera and says, hey, Hera. And there's no embrace at all. That was awkward, by the yeah, way. That, like, because that when you watch the sad. Rebels, there's so much love between that group. Right. And they all loved each other and was very, like, physical, emotionally involved in each other's lives because they were truly Rebels running away from the Empire. And he gets off a ship after not seeing her for 20 years <laughs> or whatever it was. And hey, Hera, Ezra. Yeah. that's it that's
0: all that yeah that that (laughs) made me a little upset
2: just watching that play out chopper Um, i want more of chopper they didn't do half the stuff with chopper like they did in the series chopper was probably my favorite droid because of the rebel series
1: like he flew he
2: caught on fire he like he he was amazing so go ahead scott sorry scott what did you think about the idea of them jumping
0: galaxies
1: So the idea of jumping galaxies is not a new thing for me. Um, Not because I do it personally. I was going to say, do you do it in free time? (laughs) You know, in in my free time, I'm like, man, I really need to get away from my wife and my kids. I'm just going to go into my hyperspace and shoot across galaxies. Get me out of the Milky Way. I'm lactose intolerant. Yeah, no, no joke. No, but like, I mean, I've been playing games like Mass Effect, where they have these big beacons that shoot you across galaxies been playing starfield recently which does the same thing so i'm wanting so as far as like star wars lore and that whole concept like that's something new to me as far as how that works in star wars but i mean anytime when you're trying to convince someone on how to do something that was interesting i think the thing that surprised me that that whole thing was a ship i thought it was like more of a some type of weird tunnel and then the ships would like shot right through it and then whip them through galaxies no, you, and set up the whole ship, so that was the one thing that surprised me. So, so
0: the reason that that probably surprised you is you haven't gotten through all of Clone Wars yet. They use those space rings a lot in Clone mm-hmm. Wars when they're when they're jumping around the galaxy. Um, yes. And so, I I when I saw it, I was like, oh, they're gonna literally transport like a star destroyer or something. Isn't
2: it like in? Isn't it like that in Episode Three? They use that a couple of times too.
0: Yeah, like the movie Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh yeah, my least favorite Star Wars movie, but we've already established that on this uh What? How can you say? We I mean, establish that. We I told I've already gave my reasons on a previous episode. All right, Go, check out, go check out that episode. What do you remember what episode that was? I think it's when we're talking about the different Star Wars things. And I said and we're giving them ranks. And I said that was my lowest one. <sighs> and you said and you even said Scott, you're breaking my heart. Uh, my heart physically is breaking right now. <laughs>
2: jordan gushes over the prequels
0: specifically revenge of the sith i just feel like it's it's such a well-told story and it i think that it it, it does well of transitioning one and two into four five six do that math real quick girl math <laughs> all right <laughs> so so back to so jumping galaxies you think it was a, a smart move or did you like it did you like the way they showed it
1: I did. I think, I think it worked, and I think the nice thing, too, is not only did they show that, but there also was the the mythos or the legend of, oh, yeah, these uh, these whales. The purgles. The purgles. These, th- these creatures can also do it, too. So it was the idea of, okay, well, we may not have the technology or the might to do it, but here's something that's kind of a throwback to the past, which... Which kind of goes into something else I'll say later about just the series in general and just like the mood and just the pacing of the of the series, which resembles a lot of the old samurai uh, movies and motifs.
0: Speaking if of samurais, that, I do yes. I do want to hit this really quick. So the fighting styles in in this, mm-hmm. let's talk about that for a second. Do you know Jedi knights? Um, we often think very, very more like England British like the, the the knights in shining armor kind of feel. Did you like the approach where she was more of a Samurai um, in fighting styles?
1: Yeah, I, I did mainly because everything you saw from the way the shots were, the way the cameras are shot to the scenery, to everything else resembled that of your traditional samurai movies, which which makes sense because if we look at Star Wars in the original trilogy, and you know, I think George Lucas has even gone on saying like, "Oh yeah, it's basically a western in space." That's Star Wars. It's a western in space. Well, another what's a what's a what's an eastern western? Well, it's the samurai and yeah. Ronin movies. So the fact that you have you're in the woods and you have red leaves everywhere. Very traditional battles within the cherry blossom trees. Yep. Um, even when, even there's a scene where once they found uh, Ezra and they're going back and like, who are those friends of yours? And that's, there's this huge white shot on a mountain and you see the two uh, Jedi up there. Um, you're kind of like, oh, that's very traditional samurai shot. And I think that's kind of a, another interesting part too when you think about the sword play is when you think about the trilogies the original trilogies four five and six those sword the the jedi fights are very traditional english sword fighting techniques when you get to the prequels very kind of almost like swashbuckling like your flynn like your i almost said flynn rider earl flynn rob Flynn, but earl Flynn's like the robin hood like you know kind of like that yeah, yeah you know with the, with the frying
0: thing. pan just wet.
1: yeah so you had like more of that like swashbucket plus you had more of your military stuff too but you kind of had that so you know i think with each and i think there's probably a certain fighting style you even see within the um i think it's the post schools i don't know what you call it. <laughs> Seven, eight, and nine. The sequel, sequel trilogy, or, or you mean, or you mean the that The Nyquils? because <laughs> they put you to sleep. But,
2: good but, grief. Uh,
1: but I think God, um, Stephen, no. ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> thank you. Good night. I'll be here all day until my internet cuts out. So, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I like the whole. I think I like the vibe a little bit more because it was very traditional, and even sometimes some of the, and even some sword fight. Uh, some of the, sorry, I say sword fighting, but. Of uh, the lightsaber fights, some of them can kind of get like even when um, oh shoot, the Mandalorian. I forget her name. You mean Sabine? Sabine, thank you, because she's has some, She's from Mandalore. Yes,
0: but sorry, I thought know, immediately the show, the Mandalorian. I was like,
1: no. What? But for, so yeah, but with Sabine or Sabine, it's like oh, her fighting styles. You know she kind of has that certain fighting style with the lightsaber, but then she also has the gunplay too. So and especially the idea of here's a lightsaber, now I'm gonna do a roundhouse kick like Chuck Norris, that really kind of is a big throwback to your karate uh samurai films and motifs of Eastern films.
0: Michael, what did you think of the the samurai versus the knight kind of fighting?
2: Well, I didn't give it much thought until you asked the question and when Scott was talking about it and like you were talking about it like but I did think that you know it we're talking a lot about timeline and different series throughout the Star Wars universe. Um given the timeline it makes sense kind of how they're fighting in more of a slower style which is kind of the way of the original trilogy 4 5 yeah, this and is 6. The way. That's Mandalorian but thanks. Um the <laughs> But what I was thinking, though, is like there's really they're really methodical in their their strokes and, and just like how they're fighting and kind of slow and methodical, sort of like Vader and Luke, uh, Obi-Wan and Vader and, you know, I've said four. Um, but with like the prequels in that era, like everything was more aggressive and faster because they were younger. I would argue that's not the the point that's trying to be made there.
0: Because I think if you watch episode one, they're slower to some degree. They're, they're slower. I think it's because in uh episodes two and three, they're warriors, they and, got better and, cameras. And <laughs> okay, I'm just but kidding. No, no, no. Like, like the, the, the point made with I don't want to be a warrior, and he says there's a time to be a warrior and there's a time to be a peacekeeper. Like, there's, there's moments where your your position changes and Anakin's teaching her, like, hey, like, you don't have to be a Jedi warrior. And I think at that time there was this war and, and the Jedi were deeply involved in that. And so they had to up their game in that time. Where when they weren't doing that, I mean Qui-Gon Jin was not someone who was like, okay, there there's a scene in episode three where Anakin and, and Obi-Wan are fighting on Mustafar. And, like, their lightsabers are just, like... Like, they're just, like, doing stuff behind their backs and in front of them. And, like, they're just hitting each other's lightsabers against each other. And, like, there's sparks flying and everything. And I think it moves really quick. But when you go back and you watch Episode 1, Qui-Gon Jinn didn't do that. He was very, very slow with it. Even Obi-Wan, when he took down uh, Darth Maul, like, it was slow and methodical at first. And then he ends up cutting him in half in a quick movement. But it, it was never, like let's do all the fancy tricks like darth maul did the fancy tricks um and that that's what brings that that love of the lightsabers from the first one like the other two were just counteracting strikes but when they would strike it was a lot lot slower um where two and three they're in wartime so you see things see things moving a lot quicker does that make sense so
2: jordan's right about everything right scott
1: no, it's not. No, it, no, no. But, but, I'm I, just I, kidding. I get your point, Jordan. But even, but even if you look at the old samurai, like samurai, mo- like their swordplay is very slow, very methodical. Like everything has a purpose to each, short sw- each swipe has a purpose. And I think the other big giveaway on kind of that feel or the direction they were going is if you notice at the opening titles, um mandalorian book of boba fett chapter one chapter two great kabuki shows it's never chapters it's part one part two part Mm. three so they use parts instead of chapters which again is a throwback to that eastern style literature and um
0: so i'm not into samurai as much with history um I mean, I think it's, that stuff is really cool, but I'm not well versed in that. So I didn't pick that, that thing up. I did realize that it was parts as I was, uh, each week, I'm like, why does it say part one, part two, part three on their, on Disney plus before they started putting the, the subtitle names in there? Um, but I'm like, why on earth is it part, not chapter? Everything else has been chapter. Um, but that, that makes a lot of sense if they're going for that samurai feel. Yeah. That's really, really cool.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, who was your guys' favorite character that was portrayed? Um, Because we have a lot of characters that um, were not like... If you go back and you watch all the movies and all the shows and all that, there's a lot of characters here that were animated and had to be brought in to real life, where you can easily take a real-life character and animate something off of them, off their likeness. Um, It's really hard to find the right person that has the, the best likeness of an animated character it's not you don't always strike gold with it so with that being said who was your favorite of the characters that was in the show
2: and you can't use c-3po <laughs> uh, for, my favorite for the 15 seconds he was in the show yeah.
1: uh i think my favorite was balen that i i thought that character was portrayed well and just within that series just the you you know he's you kind of know he's the antagonist but it's also one that you're kind of understanding you sympathize with him as far as understanding um you know being part of the order and how he doesn't like it even though there's parts of he misses so you know very kind of conflicted but even the idea of very well educated going well this is this the same cycle we're not going to do the same cycle i'm going to do something something new yeah um you know and you know whatever that may be um so i think that was probably one of my at least any time when ray stevenson the actor would be on screen it was like immediately I was paying attention to everything he was doing and everything it commanded your attention and commanded that respect in, in certain ways that
0: not many characters and actors really portray. And my heart breaks that he didn't get to see this. Um, oh yeah. Cause he, cause he did pass. And I yes. wonder who they're going to replace because there's no way that Balin is just written off. Um, the oh way no, they, no, 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 no. The
1: way they ended that, I'm like, you're going to have to find somebody or unless Bob Iger says no more Ahsoka season two and then just pulls the plug on it and then that's all we get
0: oh Bob don't do it don't do it Bob don't listen to Micah it was a good show
1: well <laughs> it was all right
0: I I I very much enjoyed this um uh, yeah I just I really liked it all right Micah who who's your who's your favorite character because, you know, you've seen Rebels. You've seen Clone Wars.
2: Oh, can't hear you.
1: You are muted, Micah. And you might want to unmute yourself.
2: <laughs> At least my internet didn't drop out. Um, <laughs> well, we're two for two on that one. We're loving grenades. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Scott answered Balin. But, like, Balin was, like, not in anything else. So, is it okay if we ask, answer your question in respect to somebody who... You asked who was portrayed or who has already been in something, yes? Or is it...
0: Just, just who was your favorite character? I said, you know, some some characters have been in live action before, some of them have not. Um just just as a whole, who was your favorite character and why?
2: My favorite character of the show was probably the uh Ahsoka's droid. Oh. Because he was yeah. so literal. I loved him. He reminded me a lot of K2SO from Rogue One. Um He's he's my favorite droid, period. Chopper's still my favorite droid, but that's that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, but I love David Tennant. Yeah. Well, Dave Filoni did chopper did oh, you know Dave, that he did it I in did the rebel not. series and he came back and he, he, he did all the voices or not voices, but like the sound effects, I guess, if you want to call them that. Okay. And if I didn't I'm, say that, I would probably say Hagen Christensen, because like he's getting such a, he's getting such redemption for the hate that he got in the prequels with both this and in the Obi one series. I was going to talk about that next. So I want to, okay, I want to share so who my favorite is and then we'll move right
0: into that. Um, I think I'm going to agree with you. I think the Ahsoka's droid, um, I he was awesome. Uh, just, who, it who yeah, was that? Who Yang, who Yang, who Yang, um, who Yang, I just, David Tennant playing that droid, because um, I think he was actually in the Clone Wars, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you want to check, double check me on that, Micah? Why do I got to do it? I do everything else in Nerd Talk.
2: <laughs> yeah, you do. that's why that's why
0: i'm delegating you <laughs>
2: um
0: i'm pretty sure david Tennant actually voiced him um prior to to this and he was he was one of the characters because i know that thrawn um the guy who voiced thrawn actually did the the acting i i believe to play actual thrawn um, he did i did. It was the same guy <laughs> my my favorite thing though was that someone said george lucas said I saw Thrawn come on the screen for the first time, and I genuinely thought it was a blue Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I said this earlier today to to Mike and Alicia. I was like, "Yeah, Thrawn, my favorite avatar." <laughs> so I don't know. They just... Oh my gosh the 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 character. I thought Thrawn was menacing. Um, I did like him. So
2: yes, he was he, he, in uh, the Clone Wars. Okay.
0: Yeah. I was like, I'm pretty sure he was in an episode where he was with the the younglings teaching them about lightsaber building and all that.
2: So yeah, I um, guess I answered your question correctly. Yeah.
0: Um Hu Yang was was great and I, I really liked Thrawn as well. Um just like the as as we talked about it through each week, Micah. Um you made mention he has no power. <laughs> like it it's not like he's a Jedi or a Sith or or has like superpowers or anything. He's just menacing.
2: Well he's an awesome mm-hmm. war general.
0: Yeah, like like that's what he that's what he is. He's just a master tactician, and I'm like, so is Batman. And I'm like, Batman, a lot of people argue is the best on the Justice League. Um, and I, I love the idea that someone can be that scary. Um, so yeah, I just I, I really like those two characters. So so Hayden Christensen though, I want to shift back to that one.
2: Hayden didn't get a lot of love in the prequels. Why do you think that is? He wouldn't like the prequels. <laughs> Like not everybody hated them, but like the older generation who like the originals didn't love the, the prequels. But, At least that's but, my like, opinion.
1: I my thing. I mean, here's the thing. My thing with hating Christensen in the prequels was he wasn't that great of an actor, right? He, I mean, I mean, if you, I mean, and here's the thing, like with liar.
2: Acting,
1: <laughs> well, I think I the like acting. Sand. I think the whole acting part is difficult because, you know, you can look at him now you can go, okay, he's doing it really good now. And it, he's doing it really well now. And I think a lot of times acting is more about your soul. It's about your heart. And who knows, maybe being young and you get, and I mean, cause you know, what role did he have before? Anakin. Anakin, like, really minimal roles and all of a sudden you're in this major and not just like a major character, oh and the but, pressure scott what about the pressure, and the pressure
0: you literally think, are the the part that will become the greatest villain in cinematic history
1: and not only that but then and again but not only that but then you also have to be natalie Porton's love interest like that I mean, I mean, that's, I mean, that's my big thing about episode three. I just feel like the scenes with him and um, Natalie Portman are just awful. Like, I feel like anytime there's that love part of it, it just destroys the whole movie for me. So like, I could, I mean, if I could remove those parts and just say, you know, let's just take out the love story and just watch this. Like maybe I would appreciate it better, but I felt like that was just always awkward and I'm sure it probably was. Um, but, yeah, I think that's why there was so much hate because, A, he wasn't that great of an actor. He was still young and probably didn't really know how to develop the character pressure. But then, I mean, there is the pressure. And, again, you know, Star Wars fans, just like any other fandom, you know, you have your people who are diehards and they're just like, they're just not going to like anything. And then you have people who take it to the extreme where they become very toxic. And I think that's what happened with, um I think the same thing happened with young Anakin, too. In the series, I think he got a lot of that kid got a lot of hate. It's like, dude, just a kid. Like, come on, you forty year old like bearded man, like leave the kid alone.
2: He doesn't know any better. He's just a kid. He just, she just, he just wants to race pod racers. Darn it, and play with Jar Jar Binks.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, Jar Jar, that's another one. Just Jeez. wants to
2: build his droid.
0: <clears throat> I, you know, I. I grew up with the prequel trilogy. Um there's no no surprise there. I I was a part of that generation that as they were coming out, I mean I was a child. So those were the those were the movies that I watched like my dad watched 7 or 4 5 and 6. I watched 1 2 and 3 on repeat all the time. I loved those movies. Um I think I even burned out the VHS of my dad's Phantom Menace. Um and I just I don't understand why he got so much hate, but that's because like I grew up with that. Like yeah. I, I was a part of that and and I know that for for you guys who remember a time where Star Wars was only 4, 5 and 6. I don't remember much of that time because uh 1 came out in 99, so May of 99. Um mm-hmm. so I would have been like 4. In 99 I would have been a sophomore. Yeah. So, so you had enough life to know, like, hey, like,
1: Star Wars is four, five, and six. Um, with well, with, go ahead. Yeah. No, that and I think even like just with the fandom too, because now I'm sure the people who are hating on the episode one, two, and three, when seven, eight, and nine came out, they're like, oh man, we love one, two, and three now because that well, was because- a thing that was a thing and i think a lot of times because at least they tried to do something that hasn't been done yet and unless you were like very into all the books that were published before the prequels were dropped and you're actually reading those stories like you wouldn't for the casual fan you wouldn't have known so obviously the way you know oh the way they portrayed luke skywalker in the last jedi like like probably like, oh, he gets the he gets the lightsaber and he just throws it off the cliff like nonchalantly. It's like, oh my gosh, like this is just a different person than you're used to.
0: We should call our buddy Don Myers in for uh for some of that conversation. Oh my
1: gosh, let's not do that. He'll go we'll get him talking, he won't be quiet. If you can get him to work the computer. If he ever hears this, you're in trouble. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be visiting him in a couple of weeks at the farm. Oh, so. oh my goodness!
0: So, anyways, um, you know, I I think it's great that Hayden is getting so much love. That his character, like, I don't know, I just think he got a lot of crap for stuff that he didn't need to get crap for. Because again, yeah. he, it, you're you're dealing with writing styles, you're dealing with, um, different people, you're dealing with. I mean, there's a lot of things going on, and for him, he was just catching a paycheck. Like, to be honest, he he probably did not realize the weight of what he was doing in his time frame because he probably didn't th- – like, you're young, you're dumb. You don't think about, oh, what is this going to do when I'm 30, 40 years old? And so he probably didn't think about how his acting career was going to go. And I mean, you don't hear Hayden Christensen like you hear the rock or Zac Efron, like, like people who have been in and out at different times in their career where they've got big, big names and whatnot. Um, anybody literally in Marvel right now? Um, like anybody. Yeah. But, but Hayden Christensen, you, you don't typically hear, Oh, Hey, he's going to be in this or, Hey, he was in this. Like, I'm really excited to see the next Hayden Christensen movie. Like that's, that's not his big thing um i hear he's more or people are more excited to see him at like comic cons and things like that um Mm -hmm. because he he hits the circuits and so i'm like that's that's cool um but i I love that he's getting love and that he's coming back and he was with the obi-wan uh kenobi series he came back for this with Ah ahsoka i'm like man this is like i don't need a uh anakin forced force ghost series but like anytime ah. that like he wants you guys can write him in and it makes sense like please do it
1: or yeah force that that'll be a new thing like star wars force ghost and coffee and they just sit around the table and talk about the good old days oh my gosh all right micah
0: any other thoughts to to questions you want to ask on this one any other uh, any other things you want to rip apart about this show
2: I'm not ripping it apart. I'm just being realistic. Honest. Right? Well, honest. Yes. Um, <laughs> I wasn't a big fan of the witches. What were you guys' thoughts on that? Oh.
1: Um, I'm. I'm. I'm uh, ex- Expound a little bit more on why you don't like the witches. I'm very interested. I was in just
2: witches. wasn't like. I was surprised that it played a role in Star Wars, and never thought I would see the day where it was. That's it. I mean, really. I mean, it's not like I was like, oh, I hate this because there's witchcraft in, in Star Wars. It was just it's yeah. never been done before.
1: Well, and and what would you what would you have opted if the witches weren't there? Nothing. Wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. Time <laughs> out. Well, they've they've been in Star Wars. Oh, okay. Then where where at? That's the witches of Dothamir. That's Asajj Ventress's people.
2: From Dothamir, but what series what series oh,
0: sorry asajj ventress was in uh she was uh clone wars okay so the 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 bald ahsoka or not ahsoka apprentice uh, of um of count dooku
2: <laughs> the bald ahsoka the bald ahsoka
0: what did, what did you do, just take off her little wig <laughs> she had her dress?
2: <laughs> uh, well i've only seen clone wars all the way through once so uh, there's a lot of episodes so yeah so well, okay I, so I, 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 this well this... I, I mean okay I'll let me, me rephrase live action <laughs> which witches in in Star Wars.
1: Okay. Here's here's my thing. If I'm thinking about everything that was played out when they got to Dothamir, if you didn't have the witches there, then A, how was whatever her name was, how was she going to figure out, get the signal that, oh, there's something out there to go rescue Thrawn? When they show up, what else is there besides Thrawn and a huge Star Destroyer? Animals and like snail creatures. Like I feel like the witches in some way kind of are there. I don't think they have like a very important role, but they were there just to kind of help move the story along where it kind of made sense. Um, even though once Thrawn got on the screen, then it pretty much was his show and the witches were just kind of background characters. But I think you had to have them there to kind of help draw that connection on why they had to go out there and what was the gravity of them going out there and the whole. I tell, I mean, for me, like, I could care less about them, but I think they made sense in that moment to progress the story along.
2: Okay. <laughs> I know. No, mean pacing I wasn't. No, 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 no. It wasn't like. <laughs> I just was surprised to see it. That's all. Mm. And then, like, she, she gets the witch powers in the very last episode. She dies and it kills her. <laughs> it's like, wow, what a waste of time. The pacing of the uh... show wasn't very good.
1: I I will agree with you with that. I feel like I feel, and even though samurai pacing, samurai movies pacing is very slow. Like if you overwatch, like the Seven Samurai or any like those classic ones, they're drawn out and the pacing's very slow because they're very meticulous about slow builds. The one thing that I've been seeing recently, both within like not only Star Wars but even within the Marvel TV series, is you have that episode. That is kind of like kind of connected, but it's like its own offshoot, like Ahsoka and Anakin and that thing. It was like it was like a whole other like subplot. And then occasionally you see some characters going, like, Oh, where's Ahsoka? Oh, I hear lightsabers in the ocean. Thanks, Jason. What Jason? What'd you say? Like that sort of thing. And it's like they're kind of making some connection, but it's its own thing. Um even, I mean, there's even like, if you ever watch Ted Lasso, there's that one episode in season two where it was like, the whole episode was focusing on another coach's like wild party. And it's like, what the heck does this have to do with anything? It did nothing to move the series. It didn't do anything to kind of maybe somewhat progress the story as far as a bit. I think it kind of helped build like up some character relationships and kind of close maybe some past threads from other things and kind of making that throwback. But in the same way, it's like, okay, I just watched an episode where the storyline didn't really progress further as far as what the main storyline is. It was just kind of this weird aside that I just watched 48 minutes of.
0: Would you, would you, I guess the best way to ask this is, do you think that that might be because it's the nod to a filler episode?
2: Yeah, but not the very last one.
0: I think or the like last episode ep- in this one was just super drawn out. But I'm just thinking like like the 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 world between worlds, I was gonna say the war between worlds, that's not right. Um the, the world between worlds episode, I think it didn't progress the story as much as it could have. Um, but I don't think that it was like a terrible episode.
1: Well, it wasn't a bad episode, but that's, I mean, that's, I'm not saying it was a bad episode at all. I'm just saying that it felt like it didn't do anything to push the main story further. And I don't mind, but I think even this stuff where Anakin and Ahsoka are kind of having those things during the clone wars and they're having that conversation. I felt like in like young Ahsoka, I feel like that whole progression, even though there's a porn, they could have made that a little bit shorter. They could have probably hit some of the highlights and kind of made that move pace that a little bit quicker to kind of get to the point where it's like, okay, we can get her, we can get Ahsoka back to the real world. And now we can kind of do something to kind of get us moving a little bit further into the plot so we can have more so that we don't have a last episode where it's like everyone switched places and there's an owl. And if I guess if you know what the owl symbolizes, then you know. But for those who have no clue what the owl symbolizes, then... The only reason why I know, because I watched it, because I'm like, why is there an owl there? <laughs> what's the significance with the owl? I don't remember what the owl... I don't oh, remember. you don't even know? Rebels. So, Rebels. It's from Rebels. Come on, so, okay. Jordan. Help me out. What What's the... And the father, the, father, the son, and the sister, like that whole thing. Like... Oh, that's
0: not a Rebels thing.
1: No, but that's no, but that ties into a little bit with Rebels, especially from what someone explained to me.
2: Gotcha. About okay. Ahsoka I, I was...
1: dying and coming back to life and somehow that owl has some type of weird like I don't know, man.
2: They have weird powers and the they I'm can talking. communicate with people. Yeah. Certain people gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, okay, so. I
0: didn't even I didn't <laughs> understand that part. So I I caught but, the giant it, it,
1: exactly. Why why I mean I that's the owl's important and maybe they'll expound on it. Like if they do decide to do a season two, unless Bob Iger pulls the plug. But
0: well, and they may even put it into like a a or what was the the title of the movie potentially going to be Micah.
2: I don't remember. I think. the Empire. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, Apparently, they against a... the
1: machine. The evil Empire.
2: Apparently, Dave Filoni's supposed to get his own little movie off to the side. That's not even gonna. It, it's supposed to like be a culmination of Boba Fett, Mandalorian, and Ahsoka, and it's not going to have any bearing on the trilogies at all. But that could all change too.
1: And yeah, I mean, the writer strikes over. They got their money, so Bob Iger's like, we're going to cut some things. <laughs> Bob Iger's like, I'll show them
0: you got your money, but there's no projects to pay you.
2: Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> that's still the yeah, old man.
0: <laughs> no, I, I look at this. Uh, there, there were a lot of really good nods for the, the hardcore fans. Like when Baelish was on the man or the, the old man's hand and it's pointing, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. Like that's, that's the, the, the force deities, um, the 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 father, the son, and the daughter. And the daughter the father, there. son,
1: and the holy spirit, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's basically what this is. Um yeah. but like the daughter wasn't there, like her statue was was destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um and so I was like, Oh, yeah, like that's that's a really cool nod to to that episode. Um, but I didn't know about the owl.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So all right. Well, I think that's enough trash
2: talk for, for one episode. What like like what would you rate the series, Jordan? Like what would you if you were rating it yourself and
1: if you're rating if you're rating all the Star Wars series, where would you rate this
2: on? I sent you a thing okay, earlier which I didn't agree with, but it's fine. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I saw that and I,
0: I disagreed. Um I because I haven't finished Andor, I'm gonna leave Andor off that list. I think it's above Boba Fett. Uh everything's above Boba Fett.
1: I don't know. I like Boba Fett. I'm, I'm not saying I didn't
0: argument. like Boba Fett. I'm just saying I just <laughs> I think that this one was better than Boba Fett. Um I would argue that it might be better than uh the Obi-Wan series for the sole fact that I just I felt like that series just why is a little girl running the show?
1: Um I had I had some beef with that. Um, what is it with you and like girls running the show? Like you hate the Marvels, you hate Ms. Marvel. You no, hate- no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I I've told Micah. Um, I'm actually really excited for the Marvels. I'm
0: not excited about the the Hoopty Lego price, but um the Hoopty <laughs> Lego price. No, 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 no. The, the Hoopty is their shit name. Oh. Like I know. It's a it's I- a four hundred and twenty dollars. I'm going to take a quick moment to to rampage this. Okay, there was. 420 pieces, and they're trying to charge $90. The Guardians of the Galaxy did a ship back in May, March, March or May, somewhere in there, for, for the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. It has almost tripled the number of parts in it, and it is only $10 more.
1: And it I has think my, yeah, I think my, uh, my tall neck from Horizon Forbidden West that has, 1400 pieces I think only paid like 60 bucks for that and
0: and you're paying for intellectual property I understand that but I was talking with one of the guys at my local used lego stores and they were like Jordan the reason that it's that way is because Brie Larson does not want to do this and like half the movie price that they they paid into building this movie is her salary alone like they tried they're trying to recast they're trying to figure all this stuff out and I'm like why did they get her in the first place? Like I've never been a Brie Larson fan and that's that's not a secret on this podcast. I'm
1: Well, is it? Well, here well maybe that's the reason why she wants to get out of it cuz she's dealing with toxic fandom. She's like, "I'm not putting up with this bull crap."
2: She like Jordan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you got that's why they have to pay me more to get me on the show. I'm not putting up with this bull crap. Negativity. That's all on occasionally. Here's Scott, here's your dollar payment. Come on our show. Yeah
0: uh michael will be venmoing you that a little bit later um
1: but no i'm still waiting on my like, check
2: for the Scott Stebbins podcast
0: <laughs> okay so back back to this i have absolutely <laughs> no problem if you are going to walk in and give me a stellar female lead and not push a female rights female activism like just give me a good story like i think ahsoka did so well because it was not a well, we have a female lead and Sabine is one of the female leads. And, and we've got like a female antagonist, like, like they were there. All these women were, were just as good and evil as all the guys were. And I was like, this was for me, I thought it was a good story. Like, I think yeah. it's going to build into something bigger. I think that it, it's building off of something really good. I'm, every step of the way I'm sitting back. I'm like, I'm not upset with this. I thought it was good. I just, the captain Marvel, one. I, 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 I think she was bland. But I am excited for the Marvels because of Miss Marvel and uh Monica Rambo. I'm stoked for those two. I
1: like Sylvester Stallone too and Rambo. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh. Oh my gosh. And with that, we're gonna go ahead and what, what did uh, you guys rank
2: it? Before we wrap it up, I want if you rank it. Like one to ten, like we usually do that with our series and shows. Oh geez. Um
1: I give it a solid six.
2: You're a little
0: harsher than I am. Um, I'd give it a seven. I think it was good. Harsher,
1: it's just like one number up above mine. You were harsher than I
0: was. Micah? Six and a if half. You can, if...
1: He's playing it safe. He wants to go five. I know he does.
2: I'm right in the middle. <laughs> go ahead. What's your, what's your real number? Six and a half. Okay. okay. I'm like... I was sorely disappointed because I wanted so much more with her story because I really love her story in another series, especially the, the Rebels. Not Rebels. Sorry, Clone especially Wars. Especially Clone Wars. Oh, my gosh. Her story oh, arc I'm in the Clone so Wars is really, really good. So good. By the way, did you guys know that the girl that plays the young Ahsoka is the same girl that played the young Gamora in Infinity War? Yep. How cool is that? She's That's also cool. in the
0: Barbie
1: movie. Yes, I read that, too. She was also an Oppenheimer
2: Was (laughs) (laughs) Was (laughs) That was good (laughs) And with that
0: (laughs) We are going to catch you all next time Here on Nerd Talk